are listening to Harley with your host, Gary Allen. Very superstitious, writing on the wall. Very superstitious Letters about to fall Thirteen month old baby Broke the looking glass Okay, I'm done, I'm done Good morning, good afternoon, and good night I remembered it this time Hello, y'all It has been a while It's definitely been two weeks since I recorded a podcast I missed one um last week And um, it wasn't because of the terrorist attack coup attempt at the Capitol, but I think that it was appropriate that I, um, that I didn't make one. And if I did, then I probably should have talked about it. But, um, yeah, I ended up not making one, you know, I don't know. Like, it's not like I forgot. I really, I apologize to, to everybody who, who was looking forward to the podcast if there are any of you in existence <laughs> but um yeah i i just didn't do it i like i don't know i just was like thinking about it i was like eh, i don't want to which is very weird but um yeah not gonna happen again or not anytime soon but i got a few things to talk about today um including the coup attempt um Yikes. I think that should be the first thing that I talk about. Um I, I'm I'm coming off very upbeat because I don't want this podcast to be negative. But um that was awful. Like I feel like there are so many messages that came from that coup attempt. Um I think the biggest one being the hypocrisy. And that hypocrisy is the fact that when black people and and allies were protesting for black lives matter for something just like equality and equal rights and justice for injustice acts they were treated like they were monsters they were treated like they were terrorists they were being shot at tear gassed beaten arrested and so many awful things were happening to my people during these peaceful protests also riots were being incited i believe i used that word right basically saying that that they people were trying to start riots people being police officers and white anarchists and people who white white supremacists who wanted to make who wanted to make the black community look bad they were trying to incite these these riots and stuff like that but majority of the the entire thing was peaceful protests for black lives matter and we were met with the the full force basically of these of the government uh of the government's power like they hit us with everything everything they show no remorse when it came to this which is so fucking crazy because this is the country i live in like why don't we just go back to africa you know what i'm saying but anyway that (laughs) i should have said that's just besides the point um people but versus white people who first of all (laughs) The reason why they were even doing what they were doing in the first place was because they were because of an election. They didn't like that the president that they didn't want won. So they literally did what they did to try to like stop that. And I just want to say that that is a coup. Um, Just to get the proper definition out, let me just look it up on google i might as well like say it too so because this is a podcast define google i'm oh, <laughs> wait wait here's the definition 
Wait, let's hear this. for information about someone or something on the internet using the search engine Google. <laughs> no, well, that's not what I meant. I'm sorry, Google. Define coup. Here's the definition of coup. A sudden, violent, and illegal seizure of power from a government. That's exactly what that was. Um, it was sudden. It was violent. And it was illegal. And it was a seizure of power. They they literally tried to interfere with the election. That's terribly illegal. You tried to reverse a fair election. Not to mention that this was, well, to mention that this was a, the reason why they were doing this terrible, violent, terroristic act wasn't because they were fighting for anything, but because they wanted a specific president. Um, and on top of that, these were people who wanted a racist president who only brought forth hate. That's the only thing that Donald Trump ever really did significantly was fuel the flames of the hate inside racist white supremacists. That's all he did. And they want him in office because he was going to be a terrible leader in favor of racist white supremacists. Like, so overall, their shits is just fucking terrible. Like, they had absolutely no reason to do what they did. And it was, uh, even if anything, it was malicious intentions for what they did and nothing just like the Black Lives Matter protest. But on top of that, their their actions were a hundred times as bad. They literally were being violent. They were being violent. They were they were at not only were they being terribly violent and doing these exact things that the Black Lives Matter protests were being framed for, but they also were doing it at the fucking state capital or, or country's capital, like. Literally, where the government stuff goes down, they were doing that. Like, what the fuck? And then on top of that, on top of that, they weren't met with nearly as much force. Not nearly as much force as the Black Lives Matter protests were. I literally saw pictures and videos of officers taking selfies with these terrorists the the hypocrisy the irony of it all that has to be one of the craziest and honestly one of the scariest things that i have ever seen in my life this is the world that we're surrounded by americans are surrounded by this world you're in a a, a place that you that you've been at your whole life the only place that you know is run by people who hate you that's scary there's so half of this country it was during the election there were i was sitting there watching 70 watch I, which i voted by the way i just want to throw that out there but 70 million people on each side 70 million Trump supporters, they tried desperately to get him back into office. Literally, like they literally attempted a coup and they tried to take over the government, basically. And I just want to say something as well, really quickly. Um, First of all, as I already said, the hypocrisy, this is some, some fucked up shit. Like they clearly white privilege is so fucking clearly real. I just want to say that. Like, there's no way you can deny it at this point. But I also want to say that Trump obviously knew everything that he was doing. This man is insane. He wants power. He wants to be he he wants to be a dictator. He's a fascist. All of the people who support him and try to attempt that coup are fascists. They want to take over the government and basically keep Trump in office, period. Like, I feel like that is what would have happened if they were successful. 
if they were successful and somehow managed to overturn the government and put Trump in office somehow by some miracle, they probably would have kept him there. And he probably would have been there for much longer than his term. And I think that's what he wanted. And I also want to say that Trump, like I said, he knew everything that he was doing. And I I don't, first of all, these people that support him are racists and fucking assholes and idiots. But I will say that they were being manipulated. Not that that matters because it fucking doesn't. But because the way they were being manipulated was, was Trump was playing into their hatred, the things that they already wanted. He appealed to what he appealed to what they wanted, which was basically white, not basically white supremacy. That's well, yeah, basically is what they wanted was white supremacy. And if you pay attention to like their news, like the there's so many news outlets and Trump talking and so many instances that, you know, in, in the field, in the media, that is that's focused in the in, in specifically the media branch that's like that conservatives and and um republicans and people like that specifically listen to those areas where they um go to and congregate like in those areas there is so much fake news really being put into the and i know that's ironic because they're the ones who always say fake news but Truly, they're the ones who have fake news thrown in their faces. Like they make it seem to like the media in their in their areas make it seem like the black. Well, that's because it was racist, too, by the way. But they make it seem like the the BLM protests, the Black Lives Matter protests were violent. They also make it seem like um, like Trump was cheated, like all of these things to make to make them feel like some type of crazy as you know injustice is starting to happen into the government and it's their it, it, and it's their duty to overturn it like when that dumb ass bitch who got maced which that's what the fuck she get when she fucking got maced she was like it's a revolution i feel like she really felt like that i feel like a lot of people probably really felt like they were doing something for the greater good well maybe not for the greater good. I'm pretty sure a lot of people know the hate that they give, but overall they think that they were doing something revolutionary. let me just say when they weren't, all they were doing were they, they, I just want I really want to know if these people know that they're going to go down in history as villains. And then we are, we're in such a, a, a high tech age. Like, Modern times are so much more high tech than it's ever been. Like we we have, I'm sure, millions of videos of different instances of people in those in, in at that capital. We have journalists and video, like just so many outlets to where we can keep track of this shit. And down the line, they're going to go into that very very well well documented history as villains. You would be able to see, like, you could potentially be able to see your own ancestor in one of these fucked up as crazy as racist white supremacist terrorist attacks. It's crazy. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of all over the place. I feel like I feel like I'm not making too much sense. But I, I do you get what I'm saying? Like that shit is cray cray. And, and I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, I just, I don't know. I'm just saying Craig Kate, but oh my God, like that could have been the end of democracy in this country. Who knows what would have happened? You know, like, it, I don't think this is something that should be taken lightly. Also, I'm kind of taking the words from Vosh when I say this part, but I don't think it should be taken lightly that that was that 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 happened just because it was unsuccessful like just because it was unsuccessful doesn't mean that they shouldn't get the full brunt of force when it comes to their punishment like everybody there should be fined or arrested or whatever the fuck like all of that shit they president trump should be fucking arrested he should be in prison right now 
Are you fucking serious? I can't believe that he's still there. Like being, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm going to change the subject because this is going to be an overall positive podcast because I am in such a good mood. I'm sorry if that was too loud, but I am in such a good mood. Um, First of all, I want to talk about Penny Street. Um, let me see. Just looking at my um, at my list of things to to talk about in this podcast. I said number two actually on the list is which this Trump thing was number three. Number two on the list is the overwhelming energy of an artist who I will be who I will be collaborating with. Um, that artist. Uh, well, okay. First of all. As you know, the kitchen sink was my second collaborator. They are fucking amazing. I love you, the kitchen sink. You are such a, a awesome person, very very supportive. And when they say that they want to see Penny Street succeed, I truly believe them. Like he has really put every, I mean, not everything, like, but he has put a lot into this like he gives me ideas he shares my stuff and likes my stuff um and most recently he referred a a friend of his to me and i thought that that was fucking awesome like thank you so much for referring it for referring an artist to me who i met the artist and they are awesome too like we had a conversation and they just the energy, like, I, I, that's that's the biggest thing about them. The energy was the biggest thing that, like, really turned me on to this person. Like, first of all, um, their Instagram name. Oh, wait, should I should I say it yet? I don't see. I, the thing is, I don't like to I don't want to because this person is going to be a potential collaborator. So I don't want to, like, say their name, their Instagram name or anything. Yes. So, like, it can be a surprise, you know, so I'm not going to say their name yet, but. And I'm pretty sure I didn't say the name of the kitchen sink on this podcast yet. If I haven't, or maybe I have, I'm not sure. Cause I probably wanted to keep it a secret at that point too. But the kitchen sink was my second collaborator. Joy illustrations, such an awesome person was my first collaborator. And this next person, um, they actually may be the, the fourth collaborator, not the third or maybe the fifth. Cause I am working with two other artists. Um, it's just that they haven't like, you know, they're not ready yet. But, you know, this next this next collaboration that I'm going to do, no matter which artist out of the three that I'm currently working with is is going to be a merch collaboration. I just want to throw that out there. It's finally time that I start releasing the merch and fully acting on this plan that I have. Um, I need to also get my feet wet with this website that I'm using, Spreadshirt.com, which like basically takes care of like the clothing manufacturing and stuff like that. In the website and stuff like I want to get my feet with them like I want to order the shirts the a shirt for myself you know and like just make sure everything is like decent like I don't want people to get I don't want people, I don't want people to have a bad experience with with Penny Street and ordering clothes so all of that stuff I need to be preparing for maybe I should just order a um I would order a shirt now without a design and I just get like any sort of design off of the line. Maybe I should do that just to check the quality. But um I kind of want to just like have a uh, merch with the designs on them as well. But anyway, um that's neither here nor there. The energy from this most recent collaborator, first of all, the kitchen sink, you are awesome. Um I I see a long-term like relationship and when it comes to penny street whether it be business or it could be friendship honestly at this point it, i want it to be both like that this person is just just so awesome but i also gotta say and speak highly of the person that he's that he referred me to or they were that that he referred them to to me um they're awesome as well. Their energy is just so bright. It's so like it's kind of like um erratic, I want to say. Like it's just it's fast. They they talk about a lot of stuff. They seem very very passionate and honestly, I just I can't wait to work with them. I now, the thing that that I really uh want them to do is I think I want them to introduce my next character 
um, that I'm supposed to be doing. But that's that's like just a thought. Um, that's I think that's actually what's gonna happen. But I don't know. I don't want to get into that part. I just want to say that the the energy from Penny Street has been amazing. Like I have been holding this idea in my mind for and in my notes for literally over a year like i thought of this like when i was in like high school and meanwhile during those times i also you know and still have not been able to connect with anyone like i have one friend who i don't really talk to that much excuse me i'm burping but i have i have one actual friend who i don't even really talk to that much so basically i essentially like and when i say that much i mean like it could go months at a time but i essentially don't have any friends and it's because i don't connect with anybody around here in this community you know like i just need more people who are into the same things that i'm into or even like like just one it could be even one thing that I'm into that, you know, those people are into. And with this community, that's what that is. Like I've started Penny Street and I've been able to conversate with other passionate artists. And it just feels so good to like finally talk to people about the things that you love and you're passionate about. Like it's hard to to keep your creativity and your passions bottled up all the time because you have nobody else to talk about to talk about it too i think that's one of the main reasons why i probably started this podcast was because i just felt like <clears throat> i needed a, a outlet of my creativity and talk about my ideas and stuff like that which you know kind of is like ironic because i don't really want to talk about my ideas too too much because uh <clears throat> it's because i don't want anybody to like steal my ideas and something but there's other things that i can talk about and you know to get my creative patterns out as well so you know that's not always the thing but yeah, like Penny Street. Oh my God, why am I getting hot? Penny Street has just been awesome. Like I, I love it. The, the, the way people have been interacting with this. I've literally received like fan art. Like I kid you not. I only have uh a little over a hundred following, like a hundred and sixty now. I think at this point, thanks to this collaborator who uh, shouted me out and like has been going above and beyond. Put my account in their bio. They they uh, tagged me and and made a whole story post about me and stuff like that like just awesome awesome person but and very very helpful but um I, I don't even have 200 followers yet and i'm literally receiving like messages from people that's talking about the idea and how they want to collaborate with me someday and things of that nature and it's it feels good like this community is so powerful and it's so positive i want to say that it's so positive. Like, I don't know. I don't know, y'all. I can't. I, I don't know how I would 100% go into detail about it. Maybe it's just because I'm hot as hell right now. And also, you know, I, I haven't fully collected my thoughts. But um, I love y'all already. Um, Well, actually, I was talking to this to this um when I was talking to this most recent collaborator, I actually got the idea to um start calling you guys residents maybe not specifically with the harley podcast unless the majority of the people who end, eventually end up listening to the harley podcast are from penny street but um with penny street specifically i mean um i could start calling you guys residents i don't really i always i kind of knew that i was going to have to think of something else besides fans because fans just doesn't come off right to me like <laughs> like i don't like the way it comes off so i was going to think of something and i think residents should be perfect you know because or citizens no residents residents is the best thing because penny street is is supposed to be a neighborhood you know and um i have a very big vision for it that like plays into the idea of a nice family like neighborhood you know um more so norman rockwell vibe american dream type style things of that nature and uh, i think residents would be perfect but all the residents of penny street have been amazing so positive so nice um <clears throat> so hmm so I'm trying to the word i'm looking for they like I'm like referring to y'all action. Like I feel like I, you know, y'all are very 
and supportive in the way like y'all like my stuff as well like y'all like it um i actually don't know how to tell if y'all share but i'm sure y'all share my stuff like all of that stuff it's just it's also overwhelmingly positive i like the fact that this is the this is only the beginning of this community that i'm building and it's already so positive and so powerful i feel like that says a lot about what it can really be and i'm so grateful for that the most recent collaborator who i won't say their name yet hi um i love your energy funny too very funny um and I can't wait to collaborate with you if you if you're listening to this. But I'm actually um, until I can think of more things to say on that, because I do want to talk about that a lot more. May just talk about it off the podcast. But um, I'm going to move on real quick. Um, I wanted to talk about a couple of things. I got like three more things on the list. Oh, well, first of all, I want to talk about it. Well, not first of all, that's like third of all. <laughs> is this is this a bad podcast? <laughs> like, is this episode um a little bit like lazy or something like that i don't know i feel like i'm not fully into it because i'm hot and that's probably another reason why i'm not able to like think of everything and like you know everything that i want to say when it comes to the energy of this of of this of the residents of penny street and stuff like that you know but okay anyway um and i feel like i'm all over the place but anyway let me read this oh yeah 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 i with this idea I have been trying to figure out how I can take it to the next level, not necessarily the next level to, you know, not, not the next level as in like, you know, the next level, like, you know, I want to start, eventually I want to be able to start manufacturing clothes myself and not going through a website and like actually designing clothes, you know, but, um, not that I actually mean just, basically increasing the followers you know it's not it's not really about like it's not like i care just about the clout or anything like that i feel like penny street is going to be though it's going to be at its best when it's at its biggest you know because the it's it's once it's a huge platform it's going to be so beneficial to small artists people who like have a couple hundred or a couple of thousand followers who are talented, like they could, they could collaborate with me in Penny street and get so much exposure, so much money. Like that's another, that's the thing. Like people don't get it. Like, um, this is kind of going off into a separate tangent, but I, I've received a couple of comments where people like, don't, they don't get what, what it's about. Like, well, in terms of like, you know, the collaboration aspect they don't get that you know even though they're not making money as if like it's a commission like a 40 50 dollar commission the potential even though it's small right now which is why i said it'd be best at its, at its biggest but the potential of what it, of what you could get for illustrating like one piece or two pieces who knows maybe in the future like it could be thousands you know like you could literally make thousands of dollars off of off of the brand just simply by illustrating a character of mine like it once it's big enough it could have that power it could literally have the power to give an artist like thousands and thousands of dollars to you know be able to support themselves and get whatever they need more artists equipment whatever they need to pursue their passions and then also give them so much exposure because i got a a huge platform where people are all seeing this month's collaborator. You know what I'm saying? Like it's going to be huge for artists like this. And and right now these are just the building blocks. People don't, people don't understand it though. And that's okay. You know, like I understand that I do get like, you know, you may want to, you want your, you want money. You don't want to have it be a, a chance that you get paid. You know what I'm saying? You want to, you have your guaranteed amount of pay but that's the whole point of of this being a collaboration if you don't make any money i won't make any money you know what i'm saying like we're gonna fall together if we do fall this isn't a thing where i'm gonna make something and you and you don't and like i like no none of that bullshit none of that untrustworthy stuff is going to be something that is going to be very beneficial to artists overall and 
yeah, that's just that. Oh wait, I'm I'm approaching my thirty minute time stamp to where I gotta like stop and start recording. I hate that that Anchor does that. I don't get it. I don't get why it does that. But I'm I'm just be one quick sec. Okay, so yeah, people don't get it. People don't get it, and that's okay. They will, especially when this platform is huge. When all of my characters are out and once my fashion, like once it becomes more than just a T-shirt business and there's also like my fashion clothing line, like it's going to be amazing. Just wait, y'all. Just just wait and, and you will see. It's, and it's not even just going to be about clothes. I've said that in a story actually recently, like it's so much more than clothes. This is going to be an outlet for me to create, period, like all of my creativity and the way I want to express myself, whether it be in drawing, comic books, and movies, all of that, I'm going to be try, try, no, I'm going, try to manifest it. I'm going to use this platform to help me do those things. I need to take a breather. And I also want to help other people be able to do those things as well. Music, movies, um, comic books. All of those, man, I was just talking to uh, my my most recent artist that I was talking to. I don't want to say their name yet because there's going to be a surprise. But um, we were talking about original characters and stuff. And they, they really got me more excited about my original characters because I have a lot. I would say I have hundreds of original characters, actually. You know, some um, more so put more thought into than others. But majority of them, they have a lot of thought put into them, mainly over not necessarily over like the look or anything like that, but the storyline, even though with the look as well, that's the thing. Like, I feel like they're just in terms of time I put into them and and the thoughts and the storyline and the origin and backstory. I feel like there is a healthy balance put into all of my characters, like their concepts and stuff. And. And. I can't uh, I can't wait to to release them and show them to y'all like I'm so excited to share my comic book stories like I want to be able to use this as well to be able to publish my own comic books. I, I was thinking about like um sending scripts or whatever to like Image Comics and whatnot to see if I can like get a start there, you know, with you know as a creative outlet and like actually getting comic books made and stuff and like trying to be a comic book writer as well, which I probably could still do. I kind of still want to do but I, I want Penny Street to be that, though. Like, I want Penny Street to be that place, like another comic book. Well, I got a different name for the overall, like, company that will be started, you know, with uh, with that's, that's going to be above Penny Street as, in, as like, the parent company. But technically, Penny Street would have came first. And it's going to be, like, the, the seed that I plant to create that parent company. But overall, the parent company is going to oversee all of the like all of those creative things, movies, music, comic books and stuff like that. I'm wow. I'm kind of just nonchalantly just revealing all of my plans. <laughs> but I mean, I guess that's OK, because it's not I'm not revealing like the all everything. But that I can I think I can be open and say something about that. Like, you know, that that is some of the bigger plans for um for Penny Street as a whole is going to be more than clothing. And y'all, y'all see, y'all see, y'all get it. But my original characters, I, I can't wait to show them to y'all. Like they, I just can't wait to create their stories above everything. Like once you're able to, I just want to create something powerful. And I think that I have characters and stories that are the powerful that I'm trying to create. But I, I kind of went off into a tangent. Um. I wanted to figure out how I was going to take Penny Street into the to the next level, like trying to gain more followers and whatnot. I was actually just talking to my sister about this because she also was trying to figure out how to bring up her clothing line, Bo Gorgeous. Um, she's trying to figure out how to bring up her clothing line as well and how we're going to expand a little to try to, you know, get a bigger following, you know, because the most that I can do right now is promote i feel like like i got a lot of my followers from promoting my first ad you know and that was very helpful very helpful and i'm going to do it in the future i don't know if you didn't know and if for anybody who's trying to start a business or like stuff like that you can pay instagram or like other platforms to promote your um your 
stuff as an ad and like get pe- get traffic to your place. But I didn't pay that much for these ones. But um, my next one, like the I, I plan on making an ad and promoting it for my first merch collaboration and the ones to follow. But uh, I'm going to try to put a lot of money into promoting that one, like a lot, at least a, a hundred or a couple of hundred. You know, even though I'm going to be taken away from my own profit, like that doesn't matter. Like it's about y'all know what it's about. Like it, my profit is not what's important in this. Like I, I, I needed to that's this is I need to put time and money into it and blood, sweat and tears so, so it can actually grow. So I'm happy to put a couple of hundred hundreds of dollars into promoting my first ever merch collab and merch collabs to come because that's going to really help it grow. And but that's the most I've been doing, like other ways to to try to tackle um, expanding is we were thinking about trying to make videos like I want to make TikToks. I want to make a separate TikTok account Um, as the kitchen sink told me, which I already did. um, I made a deviant art account, but I I need to figure, you know, all of that out more (laughs) like I need to figure out deviant art because I, I mean i obviously i've obviously known about deviant art but it's not really uh something that i've used often but um deviant art a tiktok account um you know different funny advertisements and whatnot just different things and different ideas that i i could u- do to bring more traffic to penny street um and that's hard. It's hard to think of, of ideas, especially like specific video ideas. Like you can you can think of the idea, make funny YouTube videos or make videos that um, that people will like, you know, and, and will come to your thing and start watching it and follow you or something like that. But it's easier said than actually done. Like the done part requires you to think of those videos. And that's very hard. Um, let's see. I don't know. I basically just got like um a bunch not not a bunch yet it's hard to think of uh, ideas in general as well like just like what i could do so that's what i've been trying to do i've been trying to brainstorm and i'm sorry y'all if i'm all over the place but it is hot and i often run out of breath (laughs) when i'm talking on this podcast for some reason i think it's because i'm projecting my voice as best as i can so it ends up it ends up like straining me a little bit but um yeah now what else well, WandaVision. Oh, Whew, okay. Because this one is a big deal. Let me take off the dude, the skull cap, do rack, or whatever you want to call it, real quick. And the shirt, too. Hold up. Because this is a big deal, y'all. I want to, I definitely want to talk about this one. This is very important to me because it is the, um, the next stage, the next phase of the MCU. You know, and, I actually was talking to my brother recently and he kind of like, for some reason, doesn't like like the idea of watching a show in the MCU. And so he's not really going to be tuning into what he said, but not only is this show like high budget already, and it's not like any other ordinary Marvel show, but it's also just a part like of the main MCU. Like I know Jessica Jones, which is an, was an amazing show, but I didn't watch Luke Cage and Iron Fist and stuff like that. I know Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and those type of shows and stuff. You know, you don't really like to watch those because they just seem like you know, um, not necessary. They don't seem very important. Which to be honest, they aren't. But even though Jessica Jones was a great show, but this show is very necessary. Like it's very very important to the story of what's to come you know for the movies that are to come so you know i don't get why he doesn't want to watch those but i definitely want to watch them um wandavision um now i'm about to start talking about things that i'm i am i'm pretty pretty familiar with comic books and like you know how these storylines and stuff work, but not familiar to the point where like I know 100% for sure everything. So I'm probably going to get a few things wrong with what I'm saying. But anyway, okay. WandaVision is basically... <laughs> how would I even start this? Like, how would I even start talking about this? You know, like, I'm so fucking excited for it, number one. Like, I mean, I've watched episode one and two. And I don't think I'm gonna I'm trying I'm gonna try not to spoil anything. Um, but beware <laughs> of spoilers. Hold up, like I just 
Okay, um, <laughs> sorry, y'all, but your boy was feeling a little dehydrated. Um, excuse me if I take drinks of water in the middle of this because I actually feel like I simply am just like very hot and like a- unable to think straight. So, excuse me. Which always seems to happen during while I'm recording the podcast. But it's also going to be kind of hard to like re say everything that I just said to my sister when I was talking about WandaVision. But WandaVision, I'm not 100% sure as to what it is. Like, that's the whole point. It's like, it's a mystery, but I've like learned a lot of uh, theories and stuff surrounding it. <clears throat> First of all, it's quite obvious that. It is Wanda warping reality and because of a mental breakdown, I believe. Like she's warping reality and, and and the theme is, you know, different TV shows throughout different eras, which is actually pretty suiting for Penny Street, funny enough. Uh but she's basically having a mental breakdown and is warping reality and like and something is reaching out to her to her and you know, that's what we're trying to figure out what it is, which I'm pretty sure is common knowledge that it's um sword, I believe, or or um AIM. One or the other, but I think it's sword. Uh no, because I did see uh, on the little book that uh that you saw like at the end of the of, of episode one, I believe, um there was somebody who like sat down a sword, like little sword pamphlet, which if y'all don't know what sword is, is it's the, I don't want to say opposite. It's a, it's like a branch of shield. Like, you know, y'all know what shield is. That's that shield is basically watches over the earth and like protects the earth and stuff like that. And the goings on that has to do with earth. And then sword is the sentient world's observation and response department. They monitor space basically, you know, and, and, and oncoming threats to space and whatnot. What the, exactly does that mean for Wanda? I'm not sure, you know, but uh, I, I'm pretty sure they're the ones who are like trying to reach out to her. To be completely honest, I'm not completely sure, you know, where she is. Like, I don't even know what time like this takes place in. Like, nobody's really sure because when does it take place after she because she it was immediately if for her to have this be a mental breakdown and for her to try to bring vision back to life and stuff like that and like for this to be something that that like mentally scarred her it would have to been after vision died right but after vision died she was snapped away as she was he she was holding him in her arms so you know what at what time was she able to do that and then like it, it, it was just not 100 percent clear like you obviously because of that you would say that you would think that it's be uh it takes place afterward after she um fought you know in, in game when she fought the and stuff like that she was like you took everything from me but even so with that as well like it, that wasn't clear that there wasn't any even any hint or anything of that happening to her in the movie it's just it's just hard to think like was this some was did it go on like during um the five year time span but she was snapped away so how could she do it it's just so many different things that that factor in when when it comes to the time specifically that like can make you fall upon multiple different answers. Sorry, <laughs> drink break, <laughs> but um. I wanted to talk about a couple of things, and these are the things where I'm like really not sure about for real. So you're probably gonna get irritated listening to me talk about stuff that I'm not 100% sure about. But um, the theories surrounding what this could mean, her this show, and like how it could possibly introduce the X Men. You know, they already had the theory of um, of the Infinity Gauntlet when it snapped. Um, it you know, awoke the the mutant gene inside mutants, and that's like was going to be the cause of mutants coming into um coming into the MCU. Not that Disney has bought Fox and stuff like that, but also you know another thing that's been going around that she that potentially Scarlet Witch is the one who's going to awaken the mutants, just like how she did the opposite by shutting off the mutants' powers inside the House of M story. It was House of M. I believe this is the shit that I'm not sure about. All I know is that um, in the House of M story, I believe that 
when that Scarlet Witch, Wanda, she had a mental breakdown after losing her kids and stuff, and and also Vision, and warped reality and made it so everybody got exactly what they wanted in life. Whether it, like even if it was a subconscious one, they got what they wanted in life. And my nose starting to get a little stuffy. And basically, she didn't do a good enough job because you know, people still were able to retain their memories subconsciously and then it ended up coming out inside some people. Like somebody, I don't remember the specific character, the first character remembered their past life before Scarlet Witch changed everything and then they started awakening everybody else's memory. And that led to uh, a huge, uh, I don't want to go into into too, too much. I don't want to like spoil that story for y'all. I realized that I was about to story, spoil that but I will say one part that it ended in, and that was she basically wiped out 90-something, 98% of the mutant population. Not like killed them, but she took away their powers. And I think that that has a huge factor in WandaVision. This warp of reality that she's doing, and, and, like, and her once she breaks out of it, that could be the thing that awakens the mutant gene in x-men and stuff like that but i think that comes in causing the question like people like professor xavier and stuff like his powers would only just now have awoken that would mean that he like like his like past and his backstory and stuff like that like how legitimate would that have would that be like how would it look in the mcu so that you can't call that in the question but then thinking about with her power and with the infinity gauntlet both maybe they the the snap or her um mental breakdown warping of reality could not not just awaken people's powers in space but also in time and that could awaken you know what i'm saying like that could be a thing that awakens the x-men i mean not the x-men mutants period and, and i don't know i don't know you you get what i'm saying like that could be the thing that that could awaken them and you know i'm i'm not sure uh, I'm, I really don't 100% know what I'm talking about. All I know is that I'm like extremely excited for WandaVision. I've already watched two, the episode one and two, and like I'm pretty sure they're coming out weekly, and it's really good. I highly recommend that y'all watch it. Um, it's kind of creepy a little bit. Like, not to mention the fact that um, it, it, it is kind of like black and white and during that era which i feel like kind of have kind of can have a creepy vibe to it which i love it's probably one of the main reasons why i love those eras so much well not mainly but it's one of those reasons and but also you know the the scenes the moments where reality is like temporary like her reality that she warped is temporarily disturbed and she's like she like snaps out of the trance that she puts herself in and that she puts everybody else in and it's like these creepy moments where you know people are acting crazy i don't want to say i don't know i don't want to say too too much you gotta watch the show yourself on disney plus but I don't know, man. <laughs> this is a bad podcast. Let me know if y'all enjoyed this, <laughs> cause I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like I need to, like, it's just so hot. It's always so hot. But um, yeah, WandaVision. WandaVision is definitely gonna be a favorite. I already can tell, you know. And, and I can't wait to see what it produces in the MCU, man. Oh my gosh! But anyway, um. Let me see here. I already did Trump school attempt and the overwhelming energy up from the audience on Penny Street, the ready residents. Um, oh, there's something that I just literally like a couple of minutes before starting this podcast, I wanted to talk about that I had recently just learned was this is really weird, y'all, and it's kind of fucked up. So just brace yourself for like disturbing things, but I recently, like literally a couple minutes ago, just learned that some celebrities use this 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 cream. They use this cream, I believe, um, for their skin to make them look younger. Oh my gosh! I can't get this this stuffy noise out of the way, but um, 
they use this cream to make the and put it on their skin, their face to like to increase their collagen levels or something like that and make their skin look younger. And it's made, brace yourself, it's made of human baby um scrotum fluid or scrotum blood or something like that. Uh they extract blood from babies scrotums and they put it in they they put it on their faces <laughs> i know this sounds crazy as hell but it's true look up um i forgot the word that i that i said on that i looked up i misspelled it too but what the hey it was steve harvey andrenochrome I spelt it A D R E A D R E N A C H R O M E Steve Harvey Steve Harvey Andronachrome and then you will see where he talks about it and if you scroll down you can actually see a highlight uh, on A Street's podcast where Sandra Bullock and Ellen are talking about it as well this shit is some of the most disturbing shit I've ever heard like what you're literally using fluids from a baby's balls just so you can maintain a youthful look are you serious this is crazy to me this is ridiculous like what lengths do you have to go to i don't i i, I think that is is deeply fucked up like <laughs> i don't know how else to describe it. when i was listening to my sister tell me it just was like making my my skin crawl and i i don't know even when i try to to normalize it like i try to quickly normalize it and make it seem like it's something normal it's not like sandra bullock was talking to ellen and like you know even she a person who uses it couldn't even fully mask the creepiness of it like it's so weird it's so creepy and even though i'm sure she tries her best to normalize it you can't it's really weird and disturbing like you're literally using the blood of a baby's balls to keep a youthful look it's disgusting it's disgusting i'm gonna keep that brief because uh i know y'all probably don't want to hear that it's just something that i just you know just heard and like i looked up and saw that it was true and i'm just like wow this is this is crazy and it needs to be said on the podcast but let me just say even now, like people are showing me so much support on like I'm getting likes and followers and stuff. This is overwhelming. I love I just didn't expect Penny Street to have such a positive start. Like I knew that it was I, I not to sound braggy, but I knew that it was a, a pretty good idea when I came up with it. Like, well, obviously, after giving it some more thought, I knew it was a, a good idea. But when I when I thought when I jumped into this, I thought that it was going to take time for me to build an audience, even an audience as big as this, 163 followers. Like I thought that it was going to take time. I thought that I was going to have to to do a lot more, you know, and try to like incorporate these next level thoughts about making videos and stuff like that that I'm having now even sooner. But it I didn't like people people get it. Like, you know, some people don't, as I said already, but the artists, they get it. Sorry, I need to take my drink. But the artists, they get it, y'all. Like, they understand what I'm trying to do and they want to contribute. People want to contribute and they want to help. And I love that. Like, it's just, and, and one thing, I mean, I'm just being completely honest. I was afraid that people would think that I would be like some type of scammer, you know, like I thought that that it wouldn't get any traction because people think people would think that it's like not legit or something like that. But I am 100 percent. Obviously, you wouldn't have to take my word for it, (laughs) but I want this to be the first of all, the most trustworthy thing like I want every artist and every customer's experience with this to be positive 
and trustworthy. I don't want anybody to think that like this company is trying to like grab money. Like it's just like, you know, trying to um what's the word? Basically trying to like seize the opportunity to get money. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want it it's not about money. It's not about um any other untrustworthy things that like people would like, you know, be untrustworthy for with their companies or something like that and try to scam people. It's not about none of that. It's mainly excuse me. It's mainly about artists and myself as an artist being able to express their creativity, get more exposure, and become more successful. Like, for, particularly with myself, um, I want to say that I'm poor. Like, I'm un- I'm unashamed to say it. Like, you know, the only reason why I even have a computer that I have now and, like, this microphone set up to make podcasts and stuff like that, which I didn't at first. I used to make podcasts on my phone. But, uh, like, why I have these things is because of, like, the stimulus check and, and, like, unemployment checks in the past. That's the only reason why I even have the nice things that I have, the few that it, that it may be. And I'm grateful for that. I'm so fucking happy that I was able to do this. Like, it's really coming in handy when it comes to all of this stuff. But I am poor. I'm unashamed to say that I'm poor. And my life isn't the most ideal. You know, I'm kind of, I'm only 19 years old and I'm kind of like fitting for myself, really. Not even kind of, I am. And, you know, that living a life of poverty and like abuse and stuff like that, like things get hard, you know? And like, that's an understatement. Like things get hard. And I have always been a very passionate person with big dreams who has wanted to, get out of this environment and i don't know I, this is also going to be a thing that helps me do that as well like i want to give myself and my family members especially specifically the younger ones and my siblings a better life you know and i also want to give the black community as a whole but also the world as a whole but started with the black community a better life like I don't know. I don't want to start going off into a tangent about like, you know, those things. Cause I'm pretty sure I've, I've already done it in a past podcast, but yeah, this is more than just money. You know, it's, it's the creativity and art of it all, whether it be in myself or in the, in my collaborators or in, you know, the residents, like it is going to be, something that i don't y'all just i don't know like (laughs) i don't want to get emotional or nothing like that i just love what what you know i I was actually uh was looking at this one of the the collaborator that i'm that i have been recently talking to i was looking looking at their story and they they were like you know making i think an assumptions type of uh, make your assumptions about me or something like that type of story thing and somebody said that like you they listen to um music and, and imagines like an animation and stuff in their head and like you know and I do that exact same thing like literally like I that's how um I have I ever spoke about Jade I don't know if I have so man this may be the first time you even hear me say that name but that's a major uh comic book character that I created uh slash movie character that I created that is very very important to me but the way that she sprouted was from was from me listening to a specific song which if this ever when it becomes a movie i'm going to incorporate that song i'm gonna y'all gonna know what song that is because i'm gonna say it but i listened to this one specific song and i'm sorry about my voice but my nose is just only got a stuff here but i listened to this one specific song and it inspired me to create a story and for the longest time, night after night, whenever I went to sleep, I would turn on that song. I would lay down in the dark and I would close my eyes and I would imagine the movie playing out in my head. And it gave me the best feeling. The y'all don't people who don't like artists and stuff may not get it, but creating your own characters and your own stories and your own art gives you this feeling, this flame in you that just flickers across your body like it is so satisfying you know 
why did I even start talking about that? <laughs> I don't know, man. These, I, I don't know. <laughs> These are kind of like getting a little crazy. My nose is getting stuffy. I'm like, oh, I just kind of got stopped, actually. <laughs> just made a mistake and stopped myself. But, you know, things are not going too well. This is, I thought this podcast was going to be good, but uh, maybe it is good. Maybe it is. Maybe y'all like it. And if y'all do, let me know. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, y'all just gotta stay tuned. That's all I, I really can say. Please support. Please share. You know, please like and stuff like that, and show y'all support. I think that the main thing is sharing. I think I gotta make more shareable content though for y'all to even share. You know, so I'm gonna be working on that. And yeah, I, I appreciate all y'all support. I really do. Y'all don't know what this means. Like y'all really don't know how much y'all support means to me and i just want to i just want to say that from the bottom of my heart like i'm a very honest person i wouldn't lie about something like this obviously and yeah it really does mean a lot i really do appreciate y'all the community is already so positive and energetic and lively and i love it but with that being said i think i'm going to end it here um because i clearly need to blow my nose and um yeah so thank y'all so much for supporting penny street once again and thank y'all for listening to harley podcast uh which used to be called notes if y'all don't know thank y'all for for listening to harley podcast and tune in for next week Um, i'm definitely going to be here next week talking about what i don't know but uh be sure to follow penny street follow me as well on, on at gary allen m if you'd like but go follow Penny Street. Follow Penny Street and stay tuned for more content. Stay tuned for more creativity. Stay tuned for more collaborations. And stay tuned for the merch. So, yeah. Good, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. <laughs>